What's up, guys? It's me, Noah Love, and you are listening to Noah Online, the podcast. It has been, I want to say, weeks since I've recorded a podcast and uploaded. So here we are, another episode. Hope you guys have been doing well. I have been just completely delved into reading and research and spending some time with myself, understanding what my next move is and um, ultimately just trying to maneuver through life. So um, I hope you guys have had a good one thus far. It has been really kind of a high and low coming off of New York Fashion Week and uh, dealing with uh you know, IE management and the rebranding of that, the restructuring of IE management into IE Models NYC and all the work that goes into that. And uh, my team and I launching this event for October 28th uh, entitled The Working Model, which I'm super, super excited. And I hope any of you that are listening to this can attend. You can either buy tickets to attend in person or on or online. Um, but yeah, so today we're just kind of I want to talk about the frustrations of actually being an entrepreneur. Um, and maybe not necessarily the frustrations of being an entrepreneur, but the misconception that entrepreneurship is this easy um, venture. Uh, if any of you partook in my, I think that's partook, whatever. If any of you watched my Instagram live a couple days ago, at about 6 a.m. in the morning, random conversation. But I got a little, quite a few good questions both during the live and after the live. And I also had a conversation with my brothers not too long ago via our Facebook um, video group chat. And so that conversation with my brother started off with Genesis calling me and he just having, you know, this moment of what's happening, what do I do? And whenever we have these conversations, the three of us tend to be completely, brutally honest with ourselves. And as grateful as I am, my brothers tend to look for me for that that piece of common ground between the two. So you have me, my brother, and my brother Genesis, and my brother Eddie. And so I think we get the best of the world amongst ourselves because we have expectation, we have reality, and then we have common common ground and I happen to be common ground and so this conversation started off with us you know allowing each other to vent about our process and to vent about what was happening and how we're dealing with it and what what we found our solutions to be or what we thought our solutions were and then it comes to that point of but why isn't this working or why does this make any sense or why is it why isn't it easy and I was just coming off reading this book, Unfuck Yourself by Gary Bishop, and I was talking to Genesis directly, but I was talking to myself as well and Eddie. And I think what what happens when we when we venture out into entrepreneurship is we have this excitement. We have this this undeniable passion for doing something absolutely amazing. And when we get in the midst of it, it feels so good, but we forget that there's so much work to be done. Now, I've said this before in a few of my podcasts. We forget about how hard work is part of the dream. Um, I think the saying goes, the dream is free, the hustle is not. I think that's how it go. But anyway, 
So we forget that there's so much work to do and we do this work and we get in the midst of it and things start to happen and we're pushing forward and we're track, we're, we're finding traction and we're, we're, we're knocking off numbers. We are, you know, we're, we're creating that notch, so, so to speak, in, in the doorway where we're reaching a height. We passed this. We're reaching a new height. We're there. But then we get stuck. And we're trying to figure it out and we're, we're busting our asses to figure it out. But we've lost joy but we, we've also lost sight. And when I say we lost sight, you lose, you lose sight of the reason why you started. And when we do that, it's because we've forgotten that this is going to be like this for the rest of our lives. There is never going to be a moment where it's just easy. There is never going to be a moment where we can just breathe. Because we are our bosses. We are the captain of the ship. We have, we, we're responsible. There's not a day that goes by that we're not responsible, you know. Um, Genesis was speaking and he says, you know, well, God gave me this studio out of nowhere and it just caught me off guard and this, that, and the third. And I'm thinking and I'm pretty sure Eddie was thinking the same thing. Like, wait a minute, back up. You've worked for this your entire life. But more importantly, you've asked for this your entire life. Genesis is 20 nine years old sorry genesis is 29 years old and being his big brother i've watched his entire life evolve and not a single day has gone by in the 29 years that he's been living that genesis did not say he wanted to own a dance studio i can i literally can remember i cannot ever deny that genesis always said that he wanted a dance studio and now he has the dance studio, but he feels overwhelmed and he felt like it, it was something that just happened. We oftentimes forget that we manifest every aspect of our lives through the words that we speak, through the thoughts that we harbor, through the moves that we make daily, through the people that we connect with. We manifest these things. And, you know, I said to Genesis and I said to myself now that I've read this book, Subconsciously or consciously, we create everything in our lives. Subconsciously or consciously, we are winning. And I say that because in, in, in Gary Bishop's book, Unfuck Yourself, he talks about every day we wake up, there is something within us that is speaking. There is something within us that we've accepted as truth. Be it something that we are aware of or something that has been spoken to us and we've accepted at some point in our lives and it, it, it now lives beneath the surface. So if you're having troubles financially, you're having troubles in relationships, you're having trouble career-wise, you're having, you're having trouble in any aspect of your life, believe it or not, you're winning in a, particular, in, a, in a particular space in your life because you've subconsciously accepted something to be true. Now, for those of you continuously lying to yourself, you're going to say, no, that's not true. And for those of us that are being completely honest with ourselves, absolutely. You know what? I said I was going to stop cursing because Eddie shares my podcast. And I know a few of you re listen to my podcast and I curse a lot. So going forward, I will not. I'm sorry. But absolutely. If you're being completely honest with yourself, you've accepted some form of truth in regards to what people have, have said to you. Now, I can only use myself as perfect example, as loving and great as my father is. And I and I, you know, I, I believe him to be better than any man I've ever met. My dad did not always have the greatest 
um, faith in me. And, you know, he believed in tough love. And so he would say certain things and it just made me feel so small. And I remember growing up and a lot of people, I won't say a lot of people said this, but my 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 dad said this and, you know, my aunt said this. And I feel the people on my dad's side have always said, you know, they call me D. Middle name is Demetrius. Some call it Heavy D. Um, they said, you know, D, you are extremely smart. You're going to make a lot of money one day. You're going to walk into the bank to deposit it, walk outside, and get hit by a bus. Now, to most, that's funny. And to me as a child, that was funny. But as I got older, I realized how small people interpreted me. And maybe not on purpose, but I realized the, 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 the power in that simple statement has kept me for so long. Because... The more and more that was said to me, the more and more deep down inside, I believe that though I'm extremely intelligent, I'm not intelligent enough. Now, to most, that may seem like a small moment, but for me, that's huge because it's, it's not just an indication or it's not just something to say, well, financially, you can't handle your money or you won't be able to handle your business. What that said to me was, I wasn't smart enough to handle certain aspects of my life. Or I wasn't smart enough to make something happen and do it again. Like I interpreted differently as I got older and I, and I accepted it subconsciously. Now, I speak profoundly of myself. I believe in who I am. I, you know, I trust that I am making the right decisions at, at every turn possible in my life. But subconsciously, as I come to realize, I question my abilities. I question my ability to actually make a billion dollars. I question my ability. Do I really? Can I really? Should I actually do this? You know, even with me starting a business and still building and operating it. I'm still questioning myself every day. Well, what qualifies me to run, what qualifies me to run a, a a modeling agency? What qualifies me to start a podcast? What qualifies me to run an online store? And I have these doubts every day and I, you know, I I realize that I'm subconsciously playing these reels in my head of all of my failures and all of these negative things that my dad has said or you know, the experiences that I've had in life. I I in doing this, I'm disqualifying myself over and over and over again. Subconsciously, I'm doing these things. But within my life, I'm seeing these things manifested. I can only get but so far professionally before I self-sabotage. I can only get but so far in a relationship before I start self-sabotaging. I can only get so far in my personal relationships because I begin to self-sabotage. What I'm learning and what, I, what, what I've echoed to my brothers and what I will echo to you, the listeners, is be mindful of what you've already accepted and start to work on letting those things go as false tales because they don't exist. They are not real because they don't align with who you are. Be honest with yourself enough to understand that people that have loved you your entire life may have sowed negative seeds within you, not on purpose. But you've accepted them as truth somewhere along the line. 
And now they're living. And they're like weeds. They're just grabbing at things and they're killing them off. So you have to work in, in, in removing those things. And you can't work through that unless you're being completely honest with yourself. And sometimes it's placing someone who you genuinely respect and love in a negative light and understanding that, you know what? You had good intentions, but it had a negative effect. And you've got to have the strength to dismiss those things and those people in those moments. And then you've got to constantly refocus yourself and remind yourself of just how brilliant you are. Yes, you only have two years of a four-year degree under your belt. So whoop-de-doo. You're doing what you were doing currently because you believe in it. And because you believe in it, you're capable of learning the skill set necessary to execute it. And if you don't know how to, there is always resources. Reading a book, connecting with people, Google, YouTube. The list goes on and on, people, okay? I learned digital branding via YouTube. Get into it, okay? Um, but you've got to refocus yourself and refocus yourself with positive reinforcements of understanding that you can do this, that you, you, you can educate yourself, you can exercise more, you can wake up with a better attitude, you can put in the hours to, to do the work. But you don't have to accept anything negative being fed to you. Because if you do, you ultimately will get stuck. It's, it's, it's now time to manifest what you believe to be true. Despite circumstance, despite current situation, despite whatever is happening right now, you have the power to create new situations. And it all start, it really genuinely all starts with a thought. Now there's silence there because I want you to, to let that, that, that seek in, that seep in. Everything starts with a thought. It starts with you creating the idea. It starts with you engaging with the idea. It starts with you believing the idea. That's a thought inside. Oh my God, I'm going to go back to school. Then accepting the fact that, yes, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to do well. Then there's applying to school and you saying, I'm going to get in. This is going to be great. This is going to be amazing. I, I cannot wait. I can envision myself walking across that stage, receiving my diploma. It's getting into school and replaying that vision of you walking across that stage and getting that diploma all while doing the necessary work. The late nights, the early mornings, the reading on top of reading on top of reading, the writing on top of writing on top of writing, the research, the research, the research. But all while this hard work is happening, you're replaying that vision. You're replaying those thoughts. You went from wanting to be in school to being in school. And soon enough, you will turn around and realize, wow, I went to school and I received my diploma. It's a process. And I think we forget as people that there are processes. Genesis worked his behind off. For a dance studio, and he at one point he got to a point where he thought, you know what, this is not realistic. This is not gonna happen. And the moment he got there, on the verge of giving up, it happened. It's because the mind 
hears us. The mind does not know anything else. It does not know the difference between false and factual. It does not know the difference between negative and positive. All it knows is the thoughts that we are putting out. And its job is to, is to command those thoughts to become reality. So whatever your thoughts are, even if they're negative, you've got to instantaneously combat those negative thoughts with positive reinforcements. Oh, today's not a good day. I don't have the money in my account. I can't afford to pay this bill. Lord, what am I going to do? No, 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 no. Pump the brakes, negativity. Today's a good day. I don't have the money in my account because it's not there yet. We're going to work this out today. We're going to figure this out. I'm going to do some work. I'm going to work toward this goal today. I'm going to work toward an income today. And if it doesn't happen, you know what? There's always tomorrow. But today's a good day regardless. The dream still lives. The bill is paid. I'm not concerned. I'm not worried because it is coming. Now, I'm a Christian. So I put God before everything. So I always say the debt has been paid. God told me a long time ago, the debt has been paid. I wake up in the morning and I give God grace. The word says, you know, um, how does it go? I say this every morning and I can remember it for you guys right now. Um, well, let's start with this quote. Faith is a substance of things unseen, unheard. And all things hoped. And so moving in that alone allows you to understand that, you know what? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And you got to move in that bad boy like it's truth. Call the thing as though it is. That bill is paid. You may be five days behind. Keep saying it. That bill is paid. That's faith. That's positive reinforcement. That is allowing the universe to do what it naturally does. That is permitting God to be God and do what God does best. And that's to show up and show out. I know no other way but to express this in the way that I've been raised and the way that I've grown up in. God is a God that cannot lie. What you are going through right now, what you are experiencing, those thoughts that are happening, those movements that are happening, the situations that you are in, the hardships that are coming. Believe it or not, everything serves a purpose and perspective is inevitable. You have to place yourself in a positive setting. Bills not paid, no food in the house, hurricane coming, roof falling down, children acting up, job ain't acting right, whatever it is. Can you sit in the midst of all of that and do like God did when he was on that ship with the men? And they were all scared because the storm was a brewing. And they go to I'm I'm very I'm paraphrasing because I don't I don't know the names of the story correctly, but. One of the men come down to Jesus because they are fearful and they're frightened because this storm is coming. God is knocked out. You hear me? He is sound asleep. And one of the men wake Jesus up and tell him that there's a storm coming, what to do. And Jesus reminds him, you have the power to call peace into play. Jesus gets up, walks to the front of the ship. And calms the storm. How often have you walked into your own life, walked face to face to your situation, and called it calm? 
because you were given that authority because that's what faith is. That's what joy is. Because when everything around you is going away, when everything around you seems to be crumbling, when everything around you seems to be raging mad, the God within you, the universe within you says, but this is simply happening right now. This is not the rest of your life. Sure, it may cause some damage. It may break a few walls. It, it, it. It, it may shatter a little bit. It may create a, a couple cracks, but this is all fixable. Why are you upset? You getting mad because something is happening does not solve the problem. So why not call it peace? Why not call it calm? Why, why not call it done? And then go back to sleep, i.e. go back to work. Go play with your kids. Go speak with your friends. Go sit down and relax. Go, just go be. We got to learn how to shift the energy. We got to learn how to see David and Goliath in our lives. We got to be able to place ourselves in David's shoes and see Goliath on the forthright coming and forthright coming. What was that? See David on the uprising and realize that this is a problem. And problems can and will always be solved. But if you remember correctly, David did get mad. David didn't get mad because David had had already been in this situation. He was given the charge of taking care of the sheeps. And if most of us know, when you are put in charge of something, hell and high water comes. You got to gather the sheep. You got to clean the sheep. You got to water the sheep. You got to protect the sheep from the, from the wolves. You got to make sure the sheep are all together during the day. You got to make sure the sheep are all sleeping well. You got to protect them at night and graze them in the day. You got to do all of this work. So when Goliath showed up, It wasn't nothing. When David wanted to show himself worthy, he didn't overthink. He did what he knew how to do. He served. And so, you know, we all have a Goliath in our life. And we think because Goliath showed up that this is our biggest problem to date. And if we think about it, we've handled mishaps at work. We've handled nieces and nephews. We've handled diagnosis. We've handled job losses. We've handled um, evictions. We've handled car repos. We've handled debt collectors. We've handled, you name it, we've handled it. And they were all Davids in that moment. So this David isn't special. And when I talk about David, and we can take this back to entrepreneurship, the David that has shown up now is simply in different form, but he is still, am I talking about David? Why am I talking about David in this scenario? Dear Jesus, Goliath people replace David with Goliath. Our Goliaths have all shown up. Um... 
But this particular Goliath seems bigger than anything. And that's because this Goliath is present. This Goliath is a current situation. And we've got to remember that every situation is to be handled accordingly. We take it one at a time. So in entrepreneurship, when things happen, we get so frustrated because something's happening. So what? Put on your David's hat. Grab your slingshot. And identify what your stone is going to be. And oftentimes, believe it or not, your stone simply needs to be prayer. Sometimes that stone is hard work. Sometimes that stone is about getting out of your own way. And sometimes that stone just happens to be the mere fact that you need to get out of bed and stop being depressed. Yeah, life is happening. Things don't make sense, but that's okay. You have a vision, you have a calling on your life. And it's for you to get up every single day and do the work. It is for you to manifest the life that you so desire to live. We've got to learn how to speak positivity over ourselves. We do it so well for others, but we forget ourselves. We don't speak into ourselves on a daily basis. And that's because, believe it or not, we, we're not comfortable in doing so because we don't believe we are worthy of it. We believe we've done too much for that to work for us. But how is it possible that this is all beneficial to everyone else? How is everyone else more worthy than you are? You are the vessel. You are literally what God is using. And we forget that. I forget that. So I made it a point to remind myself every single day that my thoughts are curating the life that I'm currently living, be it good or bad. I've curated this mess or I've created this joy. So I'm living my life. Purposefully, I'm literally looking at my life. It's I am blessed. I am beyond blessed. My cup runneth over. Because genuinely, my cup runneth over. Looking at it through my flesh, it may not be. But understanding that what I've gone through my entire life, 30 years of living, my cup has continuously run ran over. So I want you all to remember this, and I want those of you that are entrepreneurs to understand that this is going to be a battle through and through and through. There is never going to be an easy moment. It is all about how you show up as a leader. It is about how you show up as the person responsible for this vision. Because that's the blessing. The crown comes with weight, honey. If I don't share nothing else with you today, the crown comes with weight. That crown is heavy. But I'd rather wear that crown than anyone else. And so should you. So I want to leave you guys with a few things. And I hope that this podcast made sense. I know I rambled a little bit and got David and Goliath mixed up. Y'all don't judge me. I am human. Okay, I am imperfect. It is what it is. Okay. But I do want to leave you guys with a few things.
Number one, I want you guys to check out Unfuck Yourself, excuse my language, by Gary Bishop. It is absolutely phenomenal. The book is amazing. It is straightforward. It is uncensored. It is uh, black coffee, no sugar. Like it is, it's powerful and it checks you. And I love the book and I'll probably end up reading it again because it was just that impactful. Um, second, I want you guys to check out the podcast, Jesus and Joloff. It's by Lovey and Yvonne, two amazing black women who I absolutely adore, who blend pop culture with uh, Christianity and their West Indian, the West African culture. Sorry. Um, Yvonne and Lovey are both absolutely hilarious, but they share gems like nobody's business. Um, I also want you guys, for those women listening to my podcast, check out A Love Squad by Ali Love. Absolute uh, phenomenal um, initiative. It is about inclusivity. It is women-driven. It is about the woman empowerment. And I absolutely adore my cousin Allie for what she's done with the organization and what she has done with her business. And I encourage you all to follow. Um, Fourth and lastly, I want you guys to take time for yourself. I want you to hear yourself because you are ministering to yourself more than anybody, more than myself, a podcast, a book, or anyone. You minister to yourself daily. Your mind is telling you exactly what it needs. Your body is telling you exactly what it requires. We are the answers to our questions. But our issue is we don't listen. And I want you guys to listen. It is an exercise that I am partaking in, and I want you to partake in it. Um, There are two parts to that process. One, I've gotten rid of all social media except Twitter because Twitter, for me, honestly, there is no noise. I express myself. I talk about work. And that is where that buck stopped. There was no gossip. There was no me comparing myself to other people. But do it as you see fit. Um, But I encourage you to let go Instagram and Facebook because it can be very, very diluting. Um, And then meditate daily. Give yourself anywhere between 5 to 25 minutes. Meditate. It allows your body and your mind to connect with each other. It allows yourself to connect with the universe around you. It allows you to connect with God. It is liberating, it is expressive, and it is powerful. And I encourage you to do both of those things. Okay? So as always, guys, thank you for listening. I love you. I cherish you. I want you guys to go out into the world, be epic, be amazing, make someone smile, love on somebody, be the reason someone smiles, tell someone you love them, walk up to someone and give them a hug randomly, whatever it is, be a beacon of light. Our lives are never about us. It is about the people that we affect and in effect. In effect. Why did I even say that? That's not how that goes. Oh my God. Let's start this over. Be epic, be you, be amazing. Love somebody, love on somebody. Be the reason someone smiles today. Thank you guys for listening. Share, comment, retweet. If you're listening on iTunes, please be sure to rate this and comment. If you're listening on SoundCloud, thank you. Be sure to like it, share it, follow it. I love you guys. Take care until next time.